This is Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Hoosier Hysteria. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game on 95.7 FM. High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio is presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. Now let's go courtside with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo. is a battle for a spot in the Final Four. St. Joseph High School, led by St. Joseph County's all-time leading scorer, Notre Dame-bound J.R. Kinesny, shooting for its first regional championship since 1993. Their opponent, the number one ranked team in the state in Class 3A, the Hammond Wildcats, who have not lost since the season opener more than three months ago. Hammond has its eyes on its first regional title since 1954. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Washington High School, site of the 3A Regionals. St. Joseph defeating Twin Lakes this morning, 84-58 in the semifinals to improve to 20-4 on the season. Eight straight wins now for the Tribe. Hammond, meanwhile, now 18-1 after beating New Prairie this afternoon, 51-34 in the second semifinal. Joined, as always, by former Riley boys basketball coach, Bob Berger. Coach, uh, wow, we should be in for a treat. Number one versus number five with a spot in semi-state on the line. Well, this has to be the biggest game in the state of Indiana this evening with uh, two top five teams going at each other. And the interesting thing, too, they are very, very similar. Not only the great records with uh, St. Joseph, as you said, 20-4, and four, Hammond 18-1. and one. Hammond is averaging 72 points a game. St. Joseph is averaging 73 points a game, which puts them in the top tier in the state. And uh, we know that at margin of victory, Hammond is number one in the state. They're beating their opponents by 27 and a half points per game. Uh, both very tall teams, both some outstanding scores. It ought to be just a great matchup here tonight. The 20 wins for St. Joe, their most since 1993. That's the last time they won regionals. They also won semi-state that season, winning 25 games led by Coach Steve Austin. And the star senior that year was Chris Quinn. This year's squad would love to be in that conversation, Coach. I tell you, that was just an outstanding team in 1993. And Coach Austin got them all together. They played so well. Got down to the uh, Final Four in uh, Indianapolis. That's when they had the Final Four in uh, Indianapolis and uh, St. Joe uh, lost out in that first game but again they had just an outstanding team and to be if our present St. Joe team can accomplish that what a year it would be but right. that's a start with beating Hammond a tough opponent <laughs> no doubt about that before we go any farther previewing this game let's take you to the pregame prayer this is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church also the chaplain at St. Joseph High School let us pray God, our Father, we thank you for all the ways you have blessed us in Christ your Son, and in a particular way for the gifts of sport and of community. We ask your blessing on all of our athletes, our coaches, our officials, and our fans. May we work together to build up your kingdom, where with Our Lady, with St. Joseph, and with all the saints, we hope to live with you and praise you forever and ever. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. 
J.R. Konezny set yet another milestone today. This one a huge one, becoming the all-time leading boys scorer in the history of St. Joseph County with 28 points this morning against Twin Lakes. J.R. now sits at 1,952 points in his career, three ahead of the previous record holder, Demizi Anderson of Riley. It's been such an honor this last two years just watching J.R. develop as a basketball player. It's something that I have really enjoyed. We've got to see so many of their games, to broadcast so many of their games. And, uh, hey, it'd be nice to see a, a victory here tonight, get another couple games under his belt, and maybe that 2,000 point might be in sight. Well, he is 48 points away from 2,000, but he does have another milestone. Every game he has a milestone he's going after. The one for this evening, he needs nine points to reach 700 points in a single season. Bob, we're trying to look up the records. Not many people around here have scored 700 points in a single season. No, they really haven't, and it is quite an accomplishment, and uh, I think he can definitely get to that point. And uh, it seems like every time we're doing a game, there's some milestone for uh, JR. The only one we definitely found, we saw Bruce Dayhuff had Bruce seven, Dayhuff. at 704 for Glenn uh, back in 73. But outside of that, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't others. We just didn't find them in our quick research today. Um, so JR going after 700. St. Joe coached by Mark Johnson in his 36th and final season of his coaching career. This morning's win gave him 469 career wins. He's in his third season at St. Joe looking to go out with a state championship with this senior class. Hammond is coached by Larry Moore Jr., 139 wins in his ninth season. St. Joe senior Liam Fuller is our sideline reporter tonight. He had a chance to chat with both head coaches moments ago. Let's go down to Liam for our Jack's Donuts sideline report on what both head coaches had to say heading into this game. Liam? Thanks, Ange. Coach Moore from Hammond told me that his keys of the game today are to rebound, stop the transition, and control the pace of the game. Coach Johnson from St. Joe told me that his keys of the game are to handle the pressure of the Hammond defense, limit Hammond to one shot per possession and prevent the offensive rebounds and they can't be afraid to win. He stressed that. Thank you. Thank you, Ange. And that ovation that uh, distracted Liam for a second was Coach Jay going back into the locker, <laughs> locker room and getting a huge ovation from the St. Joe student body, which has come out in full force here tonight. And now the team heads in as well. Tonight's sideline reports are brought to you by Jack's Donuts. Jack's Donuts would like to wish St. Joe the best of luck in tonight's regional championship game. You can visit Jack's Donuts at, at its two area locations across the street from St. Joe High at the corner of LaSalle and Hill Streets in South Bend and on Ironworks Avenue in Mishawaka. Thanks to Jack's Donuts for sponsoring tonight today's sideline reports. We also have Zach Smith on stats today and Teo Sanchez with social media updates. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for both teams. Starting with 18-1 Hammond Wildcats. 6'4 senior guard Harold Woods leads the way, averaging 18 points and 7 rebounds per contest. He scored 19 this morning versus New Prairie. Jordan Woods is his little brother, 6'3", sophomore. He's not that little. <laughs> Just under 10, averaging 10 points a game, leads the team in assists and steals, averaging 5.3 assists per game and 3.3 steals per game. Jordan Woods scored 13 versus New Prairie. Julius Bird is a 6'3", senior, averaging 9.7 points and 7.1 rebounds per game. And 6'7", for Daryl Reed is a tough matchup inside. 12 points and 8.6 rebounds per game. That's the guy they're going to have to watch inside, Coach. He's going to be a he's he's a bigger 6'7", not, you know, not JR 6'7". He is thick. He is strong. 
and that is the guy that St. Joe's going to have to contend with inside for those offensive and defensive rebounds. And that's something that makes it very difficult to play. As I always said back in my playing days, back in another era, in the old era, uh, we know that I would much rather play against a guy three, four inches taller than me than a guy that outweighed me by 30 or 40 pounds. And I think that really is the problem that's created tonight. Well, you want to talk about size. Hammond's already big, but their their last starter makes it even bigger because usually they start 5'9", senior Reggie Abram, and look, they want to play him. He's a fantastic dynamic guard, averaging 12.7 points per game, but did not play in sectionals or this morning because of a high ankle sprain. He will not start tonight, probably won't play, but they haven't ruled him out. He has been warming up. Instead, they're going to go with the whole other end of the spectrum. 6'6", freshman forward, Davion Doty. He averages just 1.7 points per game. He started this morning, did not score versus New Prairie. But that is a world of difference going from a 5'9 guy to a 6'6 guy. You, know, you look at that. Every starter now on the team is 6'3 or taller for the Hammond Wildcats. And uh, that uh, they can match a little bit of St. Joe's height tonight, which doesn't happen very often to St. Joseph's. For St. Joe, 20 and 4 on the season. As we talked about, it starts with J.R. Kinesny, the Notre Dame bound senior, averaging 29 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, 3.4 assists, 2.4 steals per game, scored 28 and had 14 rebounds versus Twin Lakes this morning, becoming the all time leading boys scorer, boys scorer in St. Joseph County history. Jack Fuda, 6'5, senior, averaging 9.3 points and 5 rebounds per game. Will Terry, a 6'5", senior forward, 11.3 points, 6.3 rebounds per game. He had 13 points and 12 rebounds this morning. And, Coach, he's going to be huge tonight inside against Daryl Reed. That's the big matchup, I think, here this evening. Well, you took the words out of my mouth. Terry, again, he's done the job, though, in the tournament. And I won't see, I don't see any reason that he won't do it again here tonight against the uh, the big, the big uh, what is it, Reed from Hammond. The fourth senior starter, Connor Licka, the 5'10 guard, contributes four points per game. And the lone non-senior starter is six-foot junior Jack Quinn, averaging 4.1 points per contest. He scored eight this morning. And, of course, we can't not talk about Cole Hakovich. He's been fantastic for St. Joe in the postseason. Hakovich scored nine versus Marion, 12 versus Glenn, 13 versus Twin Lakes this morning. So he's been the he's been the fifth starter. The sixth starter for sure for St. Joe, and he's been a difference maker for the Tribe uh, this postseason run. He really has, and he's come on, and he's just developed, and now some sectional on has been playing so well, and he will be, as you said, Ans, he's going to be a real key tonight. If he can hit a few from the outside, maybe loosen up the big men from Hammond. Now the difference here is when you look at Quinn, Licka, and Hakovich, you're talking about guys that are Six foot at best for Quinn, and then 5'10 and 5'10, matching up against the Woods brothers who are 6'3, 6'3, 6'3, and 6'4. That's a tall order, and that's going to be a key matchup in this game as well, I feel like. When they're that big, it's 6'3, 6'4, and also very quick, have great quickness. So that's going, and they come out and they put pressure on St. Joseph's. Why, uh, it's going to take some real ball handling, but, uh, you know, with Kinesny going back at his 6-7, going back and helping the guards out, I think they can handle the pressure. 
The winner of this one will face either Northwood or Leo in the 3A semi-state next week. I would almost imagine there's no way that game is not at Elkhart's Northside Gym. Um, just any matchup in 3A just screams to be at Elkhart. So I would think that would definitely be the case coming up this evening. So that, that will be definitely be a, a good oh. one to monitor. That game is underway. Going to try to provide you updates as we're going for that one between Leo and Northwood. Latest update, 527 to play in the second quarter. Leo leads Northwood 23-15. to 15. Okay, so again, that ought to be a great ball game. Leo has had an outstanding season. And, uh, and Northwood's really got their hands full tonight. All right, let's pause now for the playing of our national anthem. We've got a great crowd in attendance here at Washington High School. The St. Joe High faithful out in full force. I think they didn't leave many students behind at good old St. Joe High, just 13 minutes away. And they made the nice drive over here to the NIC rival South Bend, Washington, and out in full force. And we're excited for this one. St. Joe once again, the road team on the scoreboard. St. Joe in their traditional sky blue uniforms, numbers, and the word St. Joseph outlined in white. Hammond in white, and they'll wear Wildcats across the front of the jersey in purple. It is, what is it, just under 8 p.m. This is 95.7 FM WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. You're tuned to St. Joseph and Hammond in the 3A Boys Basketball Regional Semi-Championship from Washington High School. We're presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and we are underway from the Great Western Forum Hammond wins the opening tip. They're going right to left. They go immediately inside and get the quick bucket to Harold Woods, who averages 18 points a game. Here comes Kinesny, the opposite end, left wing, drives inside. Kinesny with the runner, somehow won't go down. Ball tipped around, food of the rebound, and the putback tied at two early on, just 20 seconds into our game. We're going to have a high-scoring game, and it sure started that way. Food did a great job on the follow-up by the miss by Kinesny. In our social media pregame interview, JR said, if I had to guess, it's going to be a high-octane game. I think uh, in the first 20 seconds we're seeing, that is likely going to be the case. That's the way basketball is supposed to be played, in my opinion. And Hammond unable to handle this ball. It goes out of bounds. They're going to say last touch by St. Joe as Kinesny or Litka was the last one to hit that one. And Hammond will inbound just in front of the St. Joe bench. 
St. Joseph starting off in their 1-2-2 zone, which has been their real staple the last half of the season. Jordan Woods handling the ball, the 6'3 sophomore guard, covered by J.R. Konezny. Woods drives in, blows by, reverse lay-in is good for Jordan Woods. And the Woods brothers have the first four points of the game. It's 4-2. Hammond, one minute into the contest here in the 3A Regional Championship. Beautiful move by Connor Licka, drives baseline, gets the lay-in off the glass. Yes, he was, I think they uh, got him on the inside, he took the baseline, but it, nobody contested him. Julius Bird, opposite way, pulls up for the jumper, won't go. Kinesny the rebound for St. Joe. Outlet pass up to Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn going inside. His shot's blocked from behind by Davion Doty. Doty outlet pass up to Julius Bird. Bird with the jumper, a travel call before the shot. And it'll be St. Joe basketball, first turnover of the game. Now, you got to just love regional basketball. This is just a great atmosphere. It's back uh, the way it was uh, pre-COVID, I think. Inbound pass, not quite the full capacity crowd, but it's close. <laughs> a great crowd here, especially on the opposite end of the arena from us right now. Great crowd on hand. Jack Fuda inside, off the high glass and in. Fuda's got four early points. St. Joe's got the 6-4 lead, 6-10 to play first quarter. Fuda has really come to play tonight. Harold Woods puts it behind the back, then passes it off to Julius Bird. Bird being trapped now by Kinesny as stops his dribble, tries to pass it off off of Quinn's knee and out of bounds. Jack thought he was going to have a steal, but it goes out of bounds and Hammond will inbound. Quinn did a great job getting in the passing lane. Just couldn't, uh, Hammond couldn't get the ball to the receiver that they were hoping for. 5.50 to play, first quarter. St. Joe leading 6-4. Jordan Woods puts the ball on the floor, now passes it off to Julius Bird. Bird left wing, drives inside, runner won't go, Fuda the rebound. Kinesny up to Will Terry. Terry left corner for Jack Quinn. Quinn puts it on the floor, stops the dribble, has to pass it off, goes inside to Terry. Terry just out of the block, now dribbles into the block, kicks it out to Fuda on the left corner. Drives in, fakes the three, drives in. Oh, thought he had a bucket and a foul, they call him for a charge. I don't know about that one, coach. No, I don't either. I would disagree with that call. Ooh, that is a tough one, and that would have been a big bucket early on for Fuda, who already had four points. He could have had an and one, and it could have been 9-4. Instead, it's 6-4, and uh, Hammond will inbound. See, Hammond's in a man-to-man defense. I think Fuda's found out that he can beat his man one-on-one, and he's been able to get to the basket. And St. Joe bringing the press now. They are not coming out of their uh, their defense by any means. Here's Harold Woods for three in the corner. Won't go. Rebound tipped around. Comes down to Jordan Woods. His his runner won't go. He's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Best pizza in town since 1975. Jordan Woods did a uh, great job following his shot. And uh, now he's going to the free throw line with two. He's... Not only an outstanding uh, scorer, but he also averages 5.3 assists a game, which is great. 69% free throw shooter. Scored 13 this morning versus New Prairie in the semifinal. Makes the front end. He now has three. It's 6-5. to five. St. Vincent DePaul Society providing food deliveries for those in need. To see if you are in the delivery area, call 574-234-6000. Phone lines are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. That's 574-234-6000. Second free throw for Jordan Woods won't go. St. Joe's lead is 
with five minutes to play here in the first quarter in our 3A regional championship game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you here from the Great Western Forum at Washington High School. St. Joe moving the ball around. It's Kinesny driving in. His shot blocked by Julius Bird who gets the rebound. Now Bird bringing the ball up the floor, nearly stolen back by St. Joe, but Hammond able to recover and insides the big guy, Daryl Reed, for the lay-in. And Hammond has regained the lead. They're up 7-6, to 4.30 to play here in the first quarter. Fudo with the ball, right wing, gives it back to Kinesny. So far, Hammond has not pressed St. Joe. They've had no trouble getting the ball up the floor and into their offense. Foul on the floor as Kinesny was driving inside. That is the first team foul against Hammond. Will Terry will inbound. Opposite of the Hammond bench. Now it'll be Jack Quinn as they decide since it wasn't underneath the basket, they won't have Terry inbound. Quinn will throw it into J.R. Kinesny. Nearly threw that out of bounds. Kinesny posting up inside. Goes up off the glass. Won't go. Ball tipped around. Quinn fighting for the loose ball. Gets the rebound. Gets it back to J.R. between the circles. Good fight there by St. Joe. Inside to Terry. Terry, lefty lamb, won't go. Ball tipped up in the air. Loose ball. Fuda and Woods fighting out of bounds. They're going to say last touch by Fuda. But you love the effort from St. Joe here. They are fighting for those 50-50 balls as, as well as Hammond. And right now they've been 50-50 on them. Well, they have done a great job, and you can see St. Joseph has really come to play here and have a great opportunity against the number one team in the state. Midway through the first quarter, Hammond, number one team in the state, as Coach Berger mentioned, leading 7-6 and number five, St. Joe. Reed drives inside, gets some contact, no foul called either way, and he gets the jumper to go. He's got four, and it's 9-6 Hammond, 3.45 to play now first quarter. Here's Kinesny posting up inside. JR, fadeaway jumper off the front end of the rim, and then rolls back and up and in his first points of the evening, and it's 9-8. And JR nearly getting a steal on the inbound, but it'll go out of bounds, and right Hammond will inbound once again. Right now, JR's doing a lot of things on the inside, and St. Joseph getting the ball, and I think they'll have great opportunities for the whole ball game if that continues. I got to admit, I see purple and I see Wildcats, and I keep on wanting to say Northwestern. <laughs> Maybe it's the lack of sleep. Here's a three-pointer for Jordan Woods. Julius Bird gets the, or Harold Woods gets the rebound, and he goes up, and he's fouled. to go to the line to shoot two. Well, the 6'4 senior got a nice offensive rebound. Took it right back to the basket and was able to pick up the foul. 3.24 to play first quarter. Hammond leading 9-8 on St. Joe here in the 3A Regional Championship. Harold Woods is 69% free throw shooter on the year. He's going to be shooting a pair. Misses the front end. You know, Hammond as a team is shooting 70, excuse me. Yeah, 75%. So they're a good free throw shooting team. Second free throw for Woods is good on that trip. Brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. He's got three. Hammond leads 10 to 8. Here comes Cole Hakovich. Just a great job bringing the, the ball up against the pressure. Licka, and now Kinesny. Terry in the paint, backing down Julius Bird, then dumps it off under to Licka. Licka's shot won't go. Terry gets the rebound. Terry goes with the righty lay-in, and this one drops in for Will Terry's first points of the evening. We're tied at 10, 2.55 to play, and now St. Joe bigging the press, and you thought there maybe it was a travel, but they're going to say the ball was tipped by St. Joe. Here comes 
Hammond the opposite way, and the bucket for Harold Woods is good. He's got five, 12-10. Hammond up by two, 2.40 to play here in the first quarter. Konezny now, left wing, gives it off to Connor Licka. Licka puts it on the floor, stops his dribble, passes it back to Will Terry. Terry, top of the key, right corner Licka. JR open, trying to post up inside. Now it's Terry on the right corner, passes inside to JR, and a foul called against Hammond. Well, Julius Bird is trying to battle JR in there on the blocks, and uh, that time picked up a foul. JR's got about three, four inches on him, so I can see St. Joseph going into JR as often as they can. And then the alley-oop inbound to JR, not a dunk this time, and the lay-in won't drop as they got a big play on that one this morning. But Hammond gets the rebound. By the way, Bird now has two fouls for Hammond, and they go inside to Harold Woods, and he gets the lay-in. Harold Woods has been great, seven points in the first quarter. Hammond well, leads 14 to 10, two minutes to play in the opening frame. Harold Woods is their leading scorer, so, uh, and he's sure showing why here tonight. Cole Hakovich has it between the circles. Now right wing, drives inside, pulls it back out onto the right wing, stops the dribble, dumps it off to Konezny. Konezny back to Hakovich in front of the Hammond bench. Hakovich on the dribble now, can't get much penetration to Will Terry, Terry throws it inside to JR, ball tip, turnover. Outlet pass by Hammond up to Daryl Reed. Reed in transition, lane is good, 16 to 10. Hammond has opened up the lead to six with 1.31 to play here in the first quarter. And you hear the ovation for the Hammond faithful. Timeout on the floor by St. Joe. We'll take a timeout, be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Tire Rack is a major sponsor of Redeemer Radio's sports internship program helping students gain real-world experience in broadcasting. And this year, the internship is for class credit. Hi, I'm Talia from Marion High School. I'm Liam. And I'm Zach from St. Joseph High School. We would like to thank Tire Rack for underwriting our internship. Without their contributions, this opportunity would not be possible. Make sure the next time you need tires, visit TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank, thank you, Tire Rack. Welcome back here. St. Joe calling a timeout down 16 to 10 with 131 to play in the first quarter as Hammond has gone on a run here, Coach, uh, scoring the last six straight points. Well, the transition game by Hammond now has hurt St. Joseph. They've been able to get the ball up before quickly and get some pretty high percentage shots, which they have finished off. Hammond Nine. coming out in a, a three-quarter court press, putting a little more pressure on St. Joseph. Hakovic has between the circles. Hakovic drives inside, loses the handle. No, dumps it off to JR, and JR gets the lay-in. Konezny now with four, 16 to 12, 115 to play first quarter. And Opposite way, here two. comes Jordan Woods. He's going to take it coast yeah. to coast. Nobody contested him. He said, why not? I'll shoot it. He's got five. It's 18-12. Hammonds lead back out to six. Konezny going coast to coast. He's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Trent Eskew into the game for the Hammond Wildcats. And Kinesny's going to be shooting a pair. So Kinesny went coast to coast. Now he's at the free throw line, hopefully to pick up a couple of points. Muffin McGraw retired last year after 33 years as head coach of the University of Notre Dame women's basketball team. In her new book, Expect More, Dare to Stand Up and Stand Out, you can hear some of the behind-the-scenes stories that helped to shape her career and lead the Fighting Irish to victory. Get 25% off Expect More at AveMariaPress.com with the code McGraw or look for it where books and e-books are sold. Kinesny makes the front end. Declan Walsh and Adam O'Dell checking into the game now for St. Joe as Will Terry and... Jack Fuda. No, Fuda's still out there. Will Terry will go to the bench. 
Knezny makes both free throws, so JR has six now. It's 18-14 with one minute to play here in the first quarter. Hammond up by four with possession going right to left as you listen to us on the radio. Thanks for joining us here on Redeemer Radio. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Liam Fuller, Zach Smith, Teo Sanchez all with you here this evening from the Great Western Forum at Washington High School. Hammond pulling the ball out, trying to spread St. Joseph out in, in their zone. We also see that uh, Vince Overshone is in the game. Harold Woods drives inside, misses the shot. Jack Fuda the rebound, bound pass to Cole Hakovich. Hakovich drives inside, off-bound shot, won't go. Rebound for Woods, then the ball's lost. Declan Walsh couldn't recover. Here comes Hammond the opposite way, and Jordan Woods, beautiful, yeah. no-look pass inside to Harold Woods, and a bucket and a foul. Brother, brother, hello for Hammond. Well, Harold Woods, he's a... Uh, Where's he at? Nine points so far and has a chance to get into double figures here in the first quarter. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. 16.5 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Woods completes the three-point play. He's got 10 points. And Hammond leads by a touchdown, 21-14. St. Joe has possession. Final play of the first period. J.R. Knezny brings the ball up the floor, drives inside, goes inside, misses the shot, won't go. Two seconds to play, Jordan Woods, half-court shot at the buzzer, won't go, and that'll do it for the opening period of play in the 3A Regional Championship game. Hammond 21, St. Joe 14, back with second quarter action on the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The Golden Rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money, and when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. With Hammond leading St. Joe 21-14 at the end of one quarter. Let's go courtside now for a Jack's Donuts sideline report with Liam Fuller. Thanks, Ange. I just listened in to Coach Jay's uh, huddle during the end of the first quarter. He emphasized passing the ball and stopped making silly mistakes on defense like we saw late in the uh, end of the first quarter pass from the brother to brother there. Uh, it's also really hard to listen to him because the St. Joe student section is really loud. They are keeping this game very energetic. Back to you, Ange. All right, Liam, thank you very much. That's a very good point. <laughs> By the way, Hammond's only had three players score. Jordan Woods has five. Harold Woods has ten. Daryl Reed has six. But they have 21 points here as we get set for the start of the second quarter. Jared Kinesi wow. leading St. Joe with six. Inside, make it eight now for JR as he gets the bucket. And it's 21-16. See, there's too easy a basket. And then inside off the rebound, Daryl Reed gets the putback. He's got eight. He went for a dunk, missed it, but got his own rebound, put it right back in and got his two points. Too many easy shots for Hammond right now. Good ball movement oh, by St. Joe. They swing it all the way around. Four different guys touch it. Will Terry's three won't go. Oh, pass up to Daryl Reed. Reed is blocked. Has a shot swatted from behind by Quinn, but they called the foul. Wow. Uh, he must have just got a little bit of the hand there. But I'll tell you, Quinn hustled back. Hey, make him earn it at the free throw line. Don't let him get a dunk on you. And I think uh, it was it was a good foul. 
as Darrell Reed goes to the free throw line. Not very easy for the uh, six-foot guy to knock it out of the hands of the six-seven guy as he's going up for a dunk, but that's what Quinn was able to do. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Reed is, for a six-seven big man, a very good free throw shooter. Shoots 78% from the free throw line. He's an outstanding free throw shooter, and I'm sure Coach Moore would really love to see him really get fouled much more and get to that free throw line. Second free throw for Reed is good. He makes both, so he's now got 10 points. The lead is nine for Hammond, 25-16, 7-17 to play in the second quarter. Coach, it does not feel St. Joe is down by nine, but Hammond is just getting every possession to kind of go, and they're just yeah. getting those little extra points on every on every few drives, and they're just extending the lead a little bit more. Yeah, their percentage is very high right now. Kinesny's three won't go. The rebound for Doty. Here comes Hammond the opposite way. Not a massive run by any means by Hammond, but they've extended the lead little by little here in the early part of the second quarter. Now's when St. Joseph really has to buckle down, get their defense. They're in the man-to-man defense. They've got their matchups. And a little double screen on the high post. Jordan Woods driving inside. Good defense by Food and Kinesny. Shot won't go, and it goes out of bounds. No rebound, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. There was a double screen there for Woods, and uh, he decided against it and took it himself and uh, lost the ball out of bounds. 6.30 to play, second quarter. 25-16 is the score. Terry gives it off to Fuda. Fuda to JR. JR left wing. Stops his dribble. Has to pass it off. Now to Terry, top of the key. Terry driving into the paint, lose the handle, stripped out of bounds, and remains St. Joe basketball, though inbound. Good defense there by Trent Askew, the 6'5 senior off the bench. Well, Askew contained him, and then came teammates. Uh, Harold Woods came out the double. Terry inbound <laughs> goes to Kinesny, shot won't go. Jerry gets the rebound, shot won't go again, no foul called. Jordan Woods in transition, gives it to Harold Woods, right wing, drives inside, baseline, dumps it off to Askew. Askew stops his dribble. Back out to Doty, then to Julius Bird, top of the key. You can't try to steal the ball too often against Hammond because you don't get it. You've got an automatic five on four situation. 5.45 to play second quarter, 25-16. Double pick set by Hammond. Now the open man is Harold Woods, top of the key for three, and he nails it. 13 points for Harold Woods. He averages 18 in a game, and it's a 12-point lead for Hammond. 28 to 16, 5.30 to play here in the second quarter. Kinesny, jumper contested, won't go. Rebound comes down to Quinn at the top of the key. Nice tip out that time by Will Terry to get the ball to Quinn. Cross-court pass by Fuda. Luckily, tipped out of bounds by Hammond. Almost picked off, and Jordan Woods probably would have went the distance the opposite way if he did. Well, Hakovic is back in the ball game now for St. Joseph's. You know, it's interesting. Coach Johnson must really work a lot on these out-of-bounds, but different people take it out underneath and take it out on the side, as you mentioned earlier, Ange. 5-10 to play, second quarter. Here's Fuda inside up the nice pass by Hakovic. Oh, I don't know what happened there, and they're going to call foul. J.R., Try to finish the dunk. I don't know. That ball may have may gone have in for Fuda. That was my first thought. It was, oh no, a rare bounce, potentially a rare mistake by Jr. I mean, obviously, I know why he's going for it, but that could have been offensive goaltending, certainly. 
And uh, Fuda will go to the line now to shoot two, but I think that may have dropped it, in. It looked like it to me. Fuda makes the front end on this trip brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Fuda, 65% free throw shooter on the year. So. He Fuda. now has five points here tonight. He got four real early and now uh, coming back with a couple of free throws. Second free throw for Jack is good. He's got six. Lead down to 10, 28-18, five minutes to play second quarter. Right wing, Harold Woods drives baseline, off the glass. Yeah. Offensive foul called on the charge. Fuda got his feet down. Fuda did a great job that time. Got himself positioned and uh, was able to draw the charge. You really love it when somebody will stick their nose in there. And uh, yes, it hurts a little bit to take a charge, but he did it for the team. They're going to wipe it down, and while they're doing that, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union offering a win-win for all of you listening for, and for us here at Redeemer Radio and our internship program. You can receive a free financial checkup, no cost to you, from the great folks and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You talk to a rep for 30 minutes, they'll guide you through your credit report to see if they can help you save money. Do that, they'll send you $150 to Redeemer Radio in your name, and that money will directly benefit our internship program. Learn more at NotreDameFCU.com slash Elevate. To sign up. Here's Will Terry inside. He gets the bucket to go. St. Joe within eight. Nice pass by Litka. Really saw an open breaking Terry and uh, got the basket. Litka doesn't get enough credit on this team. He does, I agree. He does all the little things. That Deep. was just a nice pass. Executed, but right in the shooting pocket. All Terry had to do was lay it off the glass. Maybe that's our fault, Bob. We don't say we don't credit maybe him we, enough. Maybe we should be talking more about Litka. You're right. 420 to play. 28-20. I say he doesn't get enough credit. Well, who's the person to give him the credit? I guess that's us. Yes. <laughs> well, you're right. And sometimes, you know, we, we have to keep an eye and tell people who's scoring. And sometimes that's uh, we lose track of Oh, what day. a pass yeah. by Jordan Woods. And Daryl Reed slams it home. Woo. Well, Woods, uh, Reed now has 12 points on the day. I don't know. I couldn't even hear you there for a second. <laughs> the Hammond fans got so... Uh, jumped up and we're screaming so loud here behind the uh, behind the bench, and it's well, now 30 to 20 with four minutes to play here in the second quarter. Reed and Woods have 25 of the Hammond points between them. Hakovich for three Ooh. off the mark, probably forced uh -oh. that one. Reed gets the long rebound, Allen pass up, Ali Oop giving go. Reed with the lay-in, and a timeout on the floor by St. Joe. 3:39 to play, second quarter. Hammond feet to their. Hammond fans to their feet as Hammond has opened up a 32 to 20 lead. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio. When it's time for a break from a busy day, meet your friends at the Coffee Spot Cafe in South Bend. We know your time is valuable, so our staff makes sure your order is made quickly. Our premium sandwiches and many other choices put the other guys to shame. We also offer catering for large events. With lunch, get 10% off your oil change at Tom's Car Care Center, located in the same building at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at TomsCarCareCenter.com. 3.39 to play, second quarter. Hammonds open up a 32-20 lead, Coach. This is crunch time for St. Joe. You know, you got to get this down to six or eight points by halftime. You, you can't be down 12 or 15 at the half. I agree with you 100% on that, Ange. I think this is a real key time, three minutes and 39 seconds. And I think St. Joe's got to work themselves back into the ball game and get it to, you know, four or six points by halftime. If it expands... 
the lead by Hammond. It's going to be a tough second half for St. Joseph's. By the way, earlier I mentioned uh, seeing Wildcats in purple made me think of Northwestern. <laughs> Joe Andert, our uh, board operator, pointed out, well, Hammond is about as Northwestern in the state of Indiana. So, okay, fair enough, Joe. We'll, we'll go with that. Here's Jared Kinesny with the ball left wing. Mr. Geography back there at the station. <laughs> Will Terry kicks it out to Connor Licka. Licka with the long jumper. This one won't drop. Rebound comes down to Julius Bird. Bird brings the ball up the floor. Kinesny wanted to travel, didn't get it. 32-20, Hammond up by 12. 3.15 to play here in the first half. Whenever St. Joseph takes a shot, a per one player from Hammond flies towards his basket and frequently is behind the defense of St. Joseph and gets an easy Beautiful shot. pass by Askew to Harold Woods, but Woods can't finish. That's Here about the first shot he's missed tonight. <laughs> Here's Hakovich. Now tries to pass it off, but the ball's tipped out of bounds, and they're going to say last touch by Hakovich. It went off the knee of Jordan Woods and then deflected off of Hakovich and out of bounds, and now a timeout on the floor called by Hammond. With 2.52 to play second quarter, 32-20 is our score. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio. St. Joseph High School presents a welcoming atmosphere with compassionate, faithful, and creative students. Hi, my name is Marie Ashkar, and I'm a senior at St. Joe. I've personally been blessed with a variety of leadership opportunities while also being able to participate in both the athletic and arts programs. St. Joe educates students while providing more than 40 clubs, annual school-wide service traditions, and an enduring sense of family and community. That's why our motto this year is Build Family. Visit stjohigh.com and join the St. Joe family today. Welcome back. 32-20 is our score. 2.52 to play second quarter. St. Joe down, down by 12. Coach, you got an update on the other 3A regional. Uh, uh, hey, at Newcastle, it is Leo 28 and Northwood 22 at halftime. The winner of this one will face the winner of that one in the 3A semi-state next week, likely at Elkhart's Northside Gym. They could also go down to Lafayette Jeff, but all signs point to the 3A semi-state being at Northside Gym. Here's a three-pointer for Hammond. Askew won't go. Long rebound for Declan Walsh, and a foul called on Askew as they get tied up with Walsh on the left corner. 2.33 to play now, first half. St. down by 12, 32-20. That was a timeout by Hammond on that last timeout. Coach Larry Moore, Coach, you noticed, was yeah. not happy despite being up happy. by 12. Um, I'd like to be unhappy like that sometime. <laughs> you know, I never was able to be unhappy the way uh, his team is playing very well right now. Never up 12 in a regional championship <laughs> yeah, yeah. and unhappy? Yeah, <laughs> Here's Kinesdi, long jumper, won't go. Rebound comes yeah. down to Askew. Well, this time Hakovic stayed back and uh, eliminated the easy break for Hammond. Three-pointer for Woods, won't go. Harold Woods. And then the ball's tipped around, and Declan Walsh dives into the St. Joe bench. Unfortunately, all to no avail, as it'll be him in basketball. They'll give Walsh a lot of credit there. He's battling and doing whatever he can to get possession for his team. Those soccer players like to they'll, they'll lay it all out there. Two minutes to play, first half. Silence from Bob Bergen. 32-20 is the score. Too often. <laughs> Here's Julius Bird. Bird drives in off the glass, won't go. Ball tipped around. Adam O'Dell, the rebound for St. Joe, the senior with a big board. Up to Kinesny. Kinesny into the front court. Kinesny oh, lose the handle yes. off his leg and out of bounds. A rare mistake from JR as he turns it over. And for St. Joe, that is turnover number four. So really, the turnover is not that high. 
for St. Joe, but they're still down by 12 here. Well, the shooting percentage is not, I'm sure, uh, what they normally are shooting. Jordan, usually 50% field goal whoo, shooters. Jordan Woods, acrobatic inside for the lay-in. He's got seven. And the lead is 34-20 as Kinesny drives inside and draws the foul. He'll go to the line to shoot two. And JR, hey, you can't get a jumper to go. What's the next best thing to do? Draw the foul when you're a really good free throw shooter. Get yourself to the free throw line and hopefully get some points that way. Well, I'll tell you, Julius Bird picked up the foul, but uh, Bird and Wood and Harold Woods have been uh, alternating, guarding Kinesny, and uh, so far in the third quarter, have uh, done a pretty good job of uh, slowing. We're already him up. in the third quarter. Excuse me, second <laughs> quarter. <laughs> I hope it's not in the third quarter yet. Jr. makes the front end on this trip, brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Jr.'s now got nine points. So congratulations, Jr. Kinesny. With that free throw, he's now reached 700 points on the season. That's just outstanding. Second free throw is good for JR. 701 points on the season for JR Kinesny. Not bad. Not and, bad. And now in double figures, as you said, with his 10 points. St. Joseph pressing. Great job. Inbound pass. Good work by Hammond to get it in. And now Askew, they're going to say carries it, and a turnover. St. Joe will get it. Only the third turnover by Hammond here in the first half. Well, Askew is now coming out, not happily coming out, as Jordan Woods enters the game. Coach, did you notice the average turnovers for Hammond? No, Four. I Four. I don't know if they keep track of turnovers accurately, but if that number is accurate, that is amazing. That's amazing. I will say that. I won't question anybody. No, I'm just uh, saying they, they may they may keep tabs on a lot of stats, but they well, may they may not keep that as well. Sometimes when we keep stats, we don't keep certain things as well, right? Well, that's true. And I, but I'll tell but you. But if, if that's accurate, that's amazing. It is. Adam O'Dell, by the way, drew the foul. He's at the free throw line. The but senior missing the front end on this trip. Brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. But I had teams. We shot so fast and so often, we didn't have time to turn the ball over. So, <laughs> so I don't know if maybe that's good or bad, but that's an amazing figure. I think it works when you're the number one team in the state. Yeah, okay. Odell's second free throw is good, so he's on the, he's into the scorebook. His first points of the night. 34-23, St. Joe up by 11, or excuse me, down by 11. They'd love to be up by 11 right now. Overshone is in the ball game, a, a guard. I apologize for those just tuning in that got real excited for a second. St. Joe down 34-23. One minute to play here in the first half in the 3A Regional Championship game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Harold Woods wide open top of the key but misses the three. Hakovich the rebound. Hakovich brings the ball up the floor, dumps it off to Fuda. Fuda back to Hakovich, top of the key, Kinesny. Kinesny loses the handle, stripped, stolen away by Jordan Woods. Woods in transition, Tomahawk slam. Woo! Jordan Woods, what a play. He's got nine. That was impressive. 33 seconds left first half. 36-23. And JR with a long three-pointer well off the oh, mark. Ball tipped around Askew with the long rebound. JR maybe forcing that one a little yeah. bit, trying to get the points because he saw some space. He hasn't had well, he much had, space. As he's gone to the basket, he's taken a lot of physicalness in there. So he stepped out and, again, uh, couldn't quite finish off the three. 10 seconds left in the first half. 36-23 is our score. Jordan Woods, the runner, won't go. Ball tipped around, and it comes down to Adam O'Dell. That'll do it for the first half. 
St. Joe trailing 36 to 23. Let's go courtside to Liam Fuller. Coach, down by 13 going into the half. What do you feel your team needs to do to do better in the second half? Well, again, they're killing us on the boards, and we're taking shots instead of taking shots that we can make. And follow up question, has the energy in the gym played an impact on the forcing of the shots? Oh, no, no, no not at all. Okay, thank you, Coach. Good luck in the second half. All right, Liam, launch. that's Jack Stone at Sideline Report. Liam Fuller, thanks to him to getting Coach Jay there at halftime, and thanks to Coach Jay to doing the interview down by 13 at halftime. Jack Stone at Sideline Report. You can get some Jack's Donuts maybe after church tomorrow located across the street from St. Joseph High School. 36-23 is our score at the half. We'll take a timeout. Be back with first half stats and third quarter action as St. Joe trails by 13 at halftime in the 3A Regional Final presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes Wednesdays at noon for a new episode of Truth and Charity. Each week he has a conversation with host Kyle Hyman about scripture, the lives of the saints, and issues affecting Catholics today. Listen to episodes anytime by going to RedeemerRadio.com or search for Truth and Charity on the Apple, Google, or Spotify podcast apps. Then share your favorite with a friend. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Every other baby born in this community now starts with Women's Care Center. But it always comes down to one. One woman at a time. One baby at a time. And one person like you who helps her choose life. You make this mission possible. Now more than ever, double down on what works. Double down on what is unconditionally loving, non-judgmental, and life-saving. Double down on love. Find out how at supportwomenscarecenter.org. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has a special mission to serve the Catholic Church in America. In 2020 alone, we've served over 800 parishes, schools, and nonprofits in more than 25 dioceses nationwide. We are a member-owned, not-for-profit cooperative, working hard to create a national Catholic financial alternative to the for-profit banks. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Being a part of the Marian family is an experience that will set you up for success, help you grow in your faith, and make unforgettable memories. My name is Veronica Campos, and I'm a senior at Marion High School. Marion has helped me reach my academic goals in many ways. I'm on track to have a semester worth of college credits when I graduate. Plus, we have a ton of rewarding extracurriculars. At Marion, we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. Learn more at marionhs.org. Go Knights! Welcome back at halftime. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Liam Fuller, Zach Smith, Teo Sanchez with you. St. Joe trailing 36-23 at the half. Tyrac, a presenting sponsor for tonight's game. Tyrac plays a big role in underwriting our Redeemer Radio internship program with high school students from St. Joe and Marion. The students receiving practical college-level internship experience thanks in large part to the generosity of Tyrac. We have three St. Joe interns with us this evening. You've heard from sideline reporter Liam Fuller. Zach Smith is handling stats. And on social media updates, it's Teo Sanchez. Sanchez as well tyrac.com the way tire buying should be and I mentioned Zach Smith handling stats let's welcome in Zach Smith with a look at the first half stats thanks Ange starting first with the St. Joe Indians I have Connor Licka for two points J.R. Knezny for 10 points Adam O'Dell with one point Jack Fuda with six points and Will Terry with four points St. Joe has had five turnovers had a Hammond had a couple fast break dunks off of those they're 
Sejo's only shooting 8 of 26 from the, the field and 0 for 3 from deep and 14 rebounds. It's I don't know how many times they've been in a situation like this so far. Probably the, just, I mean, the Homestead game, obviously, they were down big in that one. Um, but they, they haven't been in this situation because that one was actually a straight-up blowout. Homestead was more – they weren't out-athleted in that one. They're True. They're – Hammond's just getting all the 50-50 balls at the moment. And at that 8 of 26, just shooting 31%, Bob. Yeah. 31% is not yeah. something you see from St. Joe. And you're not going to beat the number one team in the state shooting 31%, and that's very unusual for St. Joseph. And now for the Hammond Wildcats, Jordan Woods with nine points and a ridiculous tomahawk off of one of the St. Joe turnovers. <laughs> Harold Woods with 13, and Dar Darrell Reed with 14. Only three players have scored for Hammond. Only five have shot it. That's an impressive. And you, you see those numbers, and you wouldn't think that that team would be up by 13, Bob, and that's the case. No, you wouldn't. You, know, you got two guys that are dominating things so much, at least dominating the scoring. I will say one thing. They've been able to fly people out of there and get some uh, pretty easy shots, uh, one on zeros, two on ones, and uh, getting some uh, easy baskets. Their shooting percentage has got to be pretty high, Zach. Shooting 15 of 28 from the field, 5 of 7 from the line. They haven't shot many threes because they can just get to the rim at will so far. Well, and as the team with the number one win margin in the state at 27 a game, like you brought up earlier, you're not – that makes sense a little bit with the three turnovers only and averaging four a game on the year. That happens when you're up by 27 in all games. <laughs> That's a good point. And you know an interesting thing, too. They're shooting about 53%, but they shoot 55% on the year, so they're right there at their average. All right, so the score is 36-23. St. Joe down by 13 at halftime. We'll take a timeout. Be back with third quarter action. Can St. Joe rally and win their first regional title since 1993? Or the Hammond Wildcats going to semi-state for the first time since 1954? Well, that's a long streak for him, and they've been waiting a long time to get one of these regional titles. You want me to tell you who the star was on the 54 team? Go ahead. Frank Radovich. He went to IU, played at IU on the national championship team. Just throw that out to you. All right, there you go. Bob Berger. <laughs> Not that anybody cares. This ah, people care. People okay. care. All right. People care. That's a good stat right there. Okay. All right, we'll take a timeout. Be back with third quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio, presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Are you feeling sandwiched between caring for aging parents while still raising children? If so, join me, Chris Godfrey, every Monday afternoon at 12.30 for my new show, The Sandwich Generation. Every week I'll have conversations with experts and friends on this important calling. Being sandwiched is a great opportunity for growing on our friendship with God. So tune in for good advice and inspiration every Monday afternoon at 12.30 or listen anytime at RedeemerRadio.com sandwich. Hi, this is Tony Catanzarit for Catanzarit Financial Services. We are proud to bring you this message and invitation from the legendary Lou Holtz. For victory in life, we've got to keep focused on the goal, and the goal is heaven. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and love others with all you've got. Sacrifice, discipline, and prayer are essential. We gain strength through God's word. We receive grace from the sacraments. And when we fumble due to sin and it's going to happen, confession puts us back on the field. So if you haven't been going to Mass Weekly, get back in the game. We're saving your seat on the starting bench this Sunday. What a great message from Lou. 
When it comes down to it, this is all about family values for us at Catandry Financial Services, and I bet for you too. If you would like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, email me directly at tony at for a complimentary consultation or visit katanzarefinancial.com for more information. Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. In every epic mission, there are different roles to fulfill. This is true of the most important mission, evangelization. While the role you play may change based on your circumstances, we are all called to make Christ known. Redeemer Radio fulfills the role as the external proclaimer of the true, good, and beautiful. But there are other ways to contribute. Donating to Redeemer Radio gives you a chance to be active participants in evangelization, and we need you to help carry out the mission. Welcome back here on Redeemer Radio. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Liam Fuller. Let's go down to Liam for a Jack's Donut sideline report. He just caught up with Hammond coach Larry Moore Jr. with Hammond up on St. Joe, 13 at the half. Liam? Thanks, Ange. Uh Coach Moore stressed the importance of keeping uh, control of the ball and not getting, uh, not freaking out with it and being all over the place, really. Because, I, I mean, looking at the score, I was kind of surprised he was that critical of the team. But uh, he also stressed keeping St. Joe off the free throw line. All right. You, All right, Liam, thank you very much. But that goes to what we saw in that first half, Bob, when he called the timeout after one mistake, and he was all over his team. But, again, high standards when you're the number one ranked team in the state and you haven't lost a game since December 5th. I'll tell you, the target is on their back, and everybody's coming after Hammond. You know, they got. You know, they want to get the number one team. That's a pressure on them, and they're uh, really responding well tonight against that pressure that St. Joe, the number five team in the state, is giving them. I do, I do have an update from okay. New, Newcastle in the fourth period. It's Leo 45, Northwood 41. So Northwood is still within striking distance. How about that? And I don't think many would have given Northwood no. a, a chance of winning that regional. It, or really, I, yeah, be, I, don't, I think if you told, if you said a month ago, Northwood's going to be in line for a regional championship, I think people would be like, really? But yeah. they... Aaron Wolf finds ways to get the Aaron job done. Aaron Wolf is a great coach, and I'll tell you, he finds, as you say, finds a way to get it done. And uh, hey, they still have, they have an opportunity to get to the semi-state and play the winner of the St. Joseph Hammond game. 36-23 is the score. Hammond up 13 at the half. They have possession going left to right. We are underway in the second half. Again, St. Joe looking for their first regional title since 1993. Down 13 at the half. This would be an epic regional championship win if they can come back and win this one. Meanwhile, Hammond going after their first regional title since 1954. Hammond, as a school, has won 36 sectional titles, four straight, but... They haven't won a regional since 54. And remember, this is the last year of Hammond High School. They're going to merge into Hammond Central next year with two other Hammond schools. So this is the final year to cement the legacy for Hammond High School. And there's a missed shot there by Vince Overshone, who's starting the second half for the Hammond Wildcats. Opposite end, Will Terry out to J.R. Kinesny. Right wing, 4-3. J.R. drops it. That's what St. Joseph needs right there. Good start. They got a stop on the defensive end. JR hit a three. Now maybe we can get back into the ball game. Kinesny now with 13. St. Joe pulls within 10. 36-26, one minute into the third quarter. Well, we see uh, Overshone's the only new starter here in the second half, number 25, a 5'9". Southmore. 
Jordan Woods handing the ball in the right front court. Blows by Hakovic, drives in. Jumper won't go, the runner won't go. Rebound comes down to Litka. Another stop. You're not going to get it all back in the first two minutes of the third period. And great ball work as Hakovic goes to Fuda to Terry. <laughs> Terry the lay-in and Hammond forced to call a timeout. Terry's got six, 6.31 to play third quarter, 36-28, St. Joe back with an eight. We'll take a quick timeout, be back in 30 seconds. Well. Yeah. Welcome to Tom's Car Care Center. Thanks. I'm here for an oil change. How long do you think it'll take? I need to finish up some work and then stop and pick up lunch somewhere. Well, if you need to work, we have free Wi-Fi here at Tom's Car Care. And our Coffee Spot Cafe has great choices from soups to sandwiches, salads and wraps, and a great place to sit down and enjoy your food. Really? I can do all that here at Tom's Car Care? Sure. You can even run your car through the Waterworks Car Wash after we're done. Wow, what a time saver. Thank you. Tom's Car Care has it all. Tom's Car Care, the Coffee Spot Cafe and the Waterworks Car Wash, located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane in South Bend. 6.20 to play, third quarter, 36-28 is the score. Eight-point lead. Great and defense a by Litka. Litka with the steal. St. Joe on a 5-0 run here. Great ball work. Kinezi to Fuda inside to Terry for a lay-in. And St. Joe's within six. Six minutes to play, third quarter. Well, Terry's you, got eight. They've come out. The start of the third period, the way I was hoping they would finish the uh, second quarter, but the, hey, it's uh, down to six, and we got ourselves a ball game. Jordan Woods with the ball top of Geek gives it off to Harold Woods, covered by Hakovich. Inside, Darrell Reed. Reed with the long jumper, won't go. Uh-huh. Loose ball, knocked out of bounds. St. Joe basketball. St. Joe fans are getting a little excited including Zach, who's sitting between us, Ange. (laughs) (laughs) St. Joe has outscored Hammond seven seven to nothing here to start the third quarter. No problem against the uh, Hammond press. St. Joe got the ball up into scoring position. Litka with the ball right wing, now Hakovic, left wing. Konezny, left corner, dribble drive and pulls it out. Now Fudo. Right wing. Between the circles is Jack. Drives inside. Jack, right wing, goes in for the lay-in. 9-0 run to start the third quarter for St. Joe. Three minutes into the third, and St. Joe's within four. Well, I tell you, I hope those bleachers underneath the students hold up. They're going crazy over there. (laughs) Jordan Woods with the ball, right wing. Hammond has yet to score here in the third. You can barely hear yourself think. Yes, uh, three minutes and 20 seconds. No points for Hammond. They go inside of Darrell Reed, and he's called for a travel. And then he come up a little hobbling. Yeah, he kind of uh, lost his balance and uh, stumbled backwards. St. Joe will gain possession. That is seven turnovers now for Hammond. Six turnovers, excuse me. But three already in the third quarter. That's the the bottom line. And that's 33% above their average on the year. (laughs) Good math. (laughs) Fuda to Terry. Kinesny for three. A little short. That would have been a great three. And then Licka gets the rebound and he's fouled. 
That'll still work. First team foul right in front of that St. Joe's student section. Terry will inbound underneath the basket right in front of Principal Kennedy. Well, I'll tell you, again, Litka only has two points, but doing so many little things that are so effective. Good things that'll keep him on the floor. And Reed coming yep. out of the game, yep. and he is hobbling, yep. Coach. Yeah, he stumbled down here and got, had to travel, and uh, that's a, a key temper loss. Kinesny misses the three, yeah. Licka the rebound. Yeah. He's fouled, and this time <laughs> Licka will go to the line to shoot two. So well, when I said earlier, we got to talk about Licka more, now we're talking about Licka more. That's all we're talking about is Licka. And I tell you, it's nice for him to perform right on cue, and we talk about it, and he <laughs> performed. Very good, Connor. Make us, look, make us look smart. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. And Licka makes the front end of two. That's not a place where he does well. Five of 20 on the season from the free throw line. So already he's money. He's given him more than you could ask for. Let's see if he can really give him some gravy and make both. He does not. <laughs> and the rebound comes down to ask you. But one of two is something you're going to take when he only shoots 25%. Harold Woods for three. Good. First points of the third quarter for the Hammond Wildcats. That's his second three on the night. Opposite end, a bucket for St. Joe. Will Terry. Thank you. So nice He's got counter. six here in the third, 10 for the game. 39-35, Hammond's lead is four. 340 to play. St. Joe's student section rocking. <laughs> Jordan hey. Woods. A, a Left wing post. driving inside. Kicks it out. Top of the key. Three pointer for Harold Woods. Won't go. Lick of the rebound. Lick up to JR. JR across midcourt. Left wing. Puts it between his legs, then spins into the paint. Shot won't go. Rebound comes down to Doty. Up to Harold Woods. Now Jordan Woods right on the NIC circle in front of the Hammond bench. Leo ahead of Northwood by one late in the fourth period. Travel called against Hammond. St. Joe gains possession. Well, the turnovers are racking up right now for, for Hammond. Four, I believe, in this quarter. Reed back into the game now for Hammond. Yeah, let's watch him because he uh, hobbled off. He's Didn't still look hobbling good. a little bit. Three minutes to play, third quarter. Hammond's lead is down to four, 39-35. It was 13 at the half. Maybe Coach Moore asked him if he could play, and his response was, heck yes, I can play. <laughs> 2.48 <laughs> to play here in the third. Litka, left wing for Hakovich. Hakovich for JR between the circles. Fuda gets it inside over to Terry for the land. St. Joe within two. Give Fuda a lot of credit. Nice interior passing. Terry's got eight in the third, 12 for the game. 2.25 to play in the third. 39-37. People are going to see the scoring update going, whoa, St. Joe got back in that one fast. That's well, been a great third period for St. Joseph offensively and more importantly, defensively. 2.05 to play here in the third. Top of the key, Harold Woods going to put up the three. Won't go. Reed gets the rebound. A big board, kicks it out. Julius Bird for three, and he drills it. So Hammond had not scored for a while. They have two three-pointers, and that have been big trifectas for the Wildcats, up by five now. Fuda inside, kicks it out to Hakovich. Hakovich loses the handle, recovers, stops his dribble, has to pass it off, gives it off to Terry. 
Now JR, right in front of the St. Joe bench, driving baseline, covered tightly by Harold Woods. Loses the handle, ball's loose. JR recovers, <laughs> and they're going to call a foul oh, yeah. against Hammond. All right. They, uh, Zach Smith called that one earlier in the referee's day. <laughs> he, he was on top of that. Good job, Zach. 42-37, 90 seconds there, to play in the third. There was a lot of contact in there before the whistle finally blew. St. Joe down by five with possession going right to left. Hakovic has it between the circles now. Fuda driving inside, and the teardrop drops for Fuda. Fuda can beat his defensive man in a one-on-one -on -one situation. Fuda now with 10 points. St. Joe within three, 42-39, 110 to play here in the third. Fuda has not missed a field goal attempt yet in this game. And I Here's have him for 12 points. Ask you for three, it's good. Well, they'd only made one three in the first half, and now they've come out with three of them here in the third period. Six-point lead, 45-39. 50 seconds nice. left. Beautiful pass by Fuda, and Terry gets the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Terry's got 10 in the third, 14 for the game, and the lead is four for Hammond. 45-41. Well, I, right now, Hammond kind of spreading things out. I think they want to open it up maybe to a one-on-one -on -one situation. Hammond maybe trying to play maybe for the final shot here in the third. 45-41, 20 seconds left in the third. Jordan Woods drives in. Now he'll pull it back out. 13 seconds left. He's all the way yeah. as the right Front court, covered by Konezny. Eight seconds to play. Woods drives inside, goes up for the shot, misses. No foul call. Terry gets the rebound. Four seconds left. They got JR. It. They can get a good shot. Pass off to Licka. Licka at the buzzer. Just <laughs> rims off. It was halfway down and drops out. But a fantastic yes, third quarter for the St. Joe Indians as they've closed the gap from 13 down to four. It's 45-41. Ho-ho, we got a game. Headed to the fourth in the 3A Regional Championship. Back after this on Redeemer Radio. Hi, this is John Cataldo from Bruno's Pizza. In 1975, my parents Bruno, Rosa, and my Aunt Teresa founded Bruno's Pizza. 45 years later, we now have seven locations from Plymouth to Granger. The Cataldo family is proud of all the Bruno's operators for continuing to stay true to the founder's mission to deliver a delicious, high-quality product that is affordable for families. Visit brunospizza.com for carryout or delivery or stop in and enjoy. Bruno's Pizza, best pizza in town since 1975. St. Joe outscoring Hammond 18 to nine in that third quarter as St. Joe is pulled back within four. It's 45-41 Hammond as we head to the fourth quarter in the 3A Regional Championship. Did you know that Notre Dame Federal Credit Union is the largest Catholic credit union in the United States? Notre Dame FCU has served over 800 Catholic entities and over 25 dioceses nationwide. These include colleges, parishes, schools, food pantries, homeless shelters, and Catholic radio stations, including Redeemer Radio. Member-owned not-for-profit banking is the way to go. You raise share values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. We are underway in the fourth quarter. Hammond 45, St. Joe 41, St. Joe possession. Hakovich for three, it's good. St. Joe within one. Uh, Hammond went to a 2-3 zone. Hakovich saw the opening. He put it up and nothing but net. Hakovich's first points of the night. Now JR with the steal. JR, the slam dunk. St. Joe's taking the lead. 46-45, wow. 7.30 to play in the game. They were down 13 at the half. Kinesny's got 15. 
<laughs> just about got another steal. Nice pass inside to Harold Woods who gets the lay-in and Hammond back in front by one, 47-46. Woods has got 18, 7.07 to play in the ball game. Woods has really done an outstanding job for Hammond here in this ball game. Very impressed with Harold Woods, the 6'4 senior. Fudo with the ball, right wing, now Hakovich between the circles. Left wing, JR. Konezny inside the Fuda. Kicks it out to Hakovich. Long three for Cole, and he <laughs> nails it. St. Joe up 49 47, back to back trifectas for Cole Hakovich. That was from about 25. That was long. 6.35 to play in the ball game. Reed shot won't go. Rebound for Askew. He'll kick it out, and Jordan Woods telling everybody to settle down. 49-47, two-point lead here for St. Joe. Remember, they were down 36-23 at halftime. They've erased it all, and Terry dives to the ground for the loose ball, knocks it out of bounds. It'll be... Hammond basketball, but you love the effort here from the senior. I tell you, Terry jumped in that lane, was able to knock the ball out of bounds. Just a uh, great defensive effort there by Will Terry. Hey, little sweat on the floor. Clean, the referees are cleaning it up. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting now because uh, for the most part, Hammond has not been challenged this year in too many games, and uh, now they are being challenged. No, that's definitely true. They haven't lost since December 5th. And now, uh, player going to check in for Overshone as he comes in for Julius Bird. 6-12 to play in the ball game. 49-47. Overshone open in the right corner for three. Won't go up off the stanchion, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. That, will, that, rule, <laughs> that rule finally going in the favor of uh, St. Joe. As long as it happens to the good guys, why it's a good rule. Hakovich brings the ball oh. up the floor, dumps it off to Licka, oh, who nice. gives it off underneath oh. the Fuda, misses the shot, but Fuda <laughs> tips it in off the rebound. Great. Fuda's got 12. St. Joe's lead is 4, 51-47. Jordan Woods for three. Won't go. Rebound Licka. Right now, Hammond is really settling for the three-point shot. First half, they were taking that thing to the basket and taking it hard. Hammond has only scored 11 points in the second half. They led 36-23 at the half. Now they're down 51-47. Nice and make it 53-47 plus the foul as Terry gets the bucket and looking to complete the three-point play. Will Terry has 16 as he will go to the free throw line trying to make it 17 on this trip brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. 5.28 left in the ballgame. St. Joe's got its largest lead at 53-47. Well, first time Terry's been to the free throw line tonight, but there's been great passing between Fuda and Terry. Great interior passing. Got to give both of them a lot of credit. Terry, free throw is good. So Will Terry, 17 points, seven point lead, 54-47, 5.28 to play in the ball game. St. Joe looking for its first regional title since 1993. Their student body going absolutely berserk right now. <laughs> Harold Woods with the ball, left wing. We can barely contain Zach Smith doing stats. Ball knocked out of bounds. Turnover on Hammond, St. Joe basketball. Right now, Hammond is starting to talk to each other, and it's not in a positive way. That's good for St. Joseph. 
5.16 to play in the ballgame. 54-47, St. Joe up by seven. Hakovich has it. Hakovich drives in, dumps it off. Will Terry, long jumper is good for Terry. And a timeout on the floor. 56-47, to play in the ballgame. St. Joe has a heck of a run going here. And I don't know what just happened here, but official sprinted across to get Jordan Woods back to his bench to make sure, I guess he didn't say anything to St. Joe. I'm not sure exactly. But anyway, 56-47 score, 504 left in the game. Let's take a timeout, be back right after this on Redeem Radio. This is Leonard DiLorenzo, host of Church Life Today, a production of the McGrath Institute for Church Life at the University of Notre Dame. On Church Life Today, we talk with pastoral leaders and scholars about some of the most important theological, social, and ministerial issues in the church, digging much deeper than sound bites or hot takes. If that sounds good to you, join us on Mondays at noon or pick up episodes of Church Life Today wherever you get your podcasts or directly at RedeemerRadio.com slash Church Life Today. Elevate 150 Financial Checkups at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Here's how it works. Go online and schedule a 30-minute phone call. They'll guide you through your credit report to find ways to improve your financial health. Then they'll send $150 in your name to Redeemer Radio. For information, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame FCU. 4.55 to play third quarter as Hammond drives inside. They're fouled on the play. St. Joe leading 56-47 here. St. Joe closing in on their first regional championship since 1993. Jordan Woods going to the free throw line to shoot a pair. He was fouled by Jack Fuda as he went to the basket. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. It is just after 9 p.m. This is 95.7 FM. WRDI, Napanee, Michigan. You're tuned to St. Joe and Hammond in the 3A Boys Basketball Regional Championship from Washington High School. We're presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Jordan Woods makes both free throws. He's got 11 points. St. Joe's lead down to 7, 56-49. 4.50 to play in the ballgame. Leo defeated Northwood by one. They'll now be in the semi-state. Terry turns it over as he throws it out of bounds, and that is only the sixth turnover for St. Joe. First of the second half. That's impressive. That'll get you back in the game. They were down That's 13 right. at half. Now they're up by seven. Inside, missed shot for Hammond. Rebound, putback won't go, but Harold, Re- Harold Woods, excuse me, has fouled on the play. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, he got that offensive rebound, right, went right back up with foul was on Terry. And when you try to block from behind, nine out of ten times, you're going to have a foul called. St. Joseph High School offers first-class college preparatory academics, was recently named an Indiana A-plus school. Students pursue faith formation and develop resilience while fostering teamwork and a common bond through more than 40 clubs, co-curriculars, and athletic teams. Learn more at stjohigh.com. 4.37 to play in the ballgame. 56-50 is the score as the front end of two goes in. Timeout on the floor. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio. Are you struggling to make ends meet or know someone who is? Let the St. Vincent de Paul Society help. From food to clothing vouchers, financial assistance, and even beds for children, the St. Vincent de Paul Society has been helping the community since 1904. Programs are available to residents of St. Joseph County at no cost. For more information, call 574-234-6000 or visit our website at svdpsb.org. 
4.37 to play in the ballgame. St. Joe leading Hammond 56-50. Let's go courtside for a Jack Stone at sideline report to Liam Fuller. Thanks, Andre. I overheard Coach Johnson emphasize the fact that they got to keep Hammond off the free throw line. That is all I could make out. The St. Joe student section has got even louder. I still can't even hear myself think. Back to you, Andre. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, and Harold Woods at the free throw line makes the second of two free throws and it's a five point game now 56-51 4.30 left in the game St. Joe ahead by five they were down by 13 if you're just tuning in at halftime and they've erased the deficit inside pass Terry to Fuda Fuda bucket and the foul <laughs> great pass from Terry to Fuda Fuda caught it was a very uh, the pass was just right on the money 58-51 4.21 left in the game Fuda's got 14 in the contest. I got him for 16, but... What do you got him for, Zach? Two or three wins. Four in the fourth quarter, so... 14. You got him for 14. Okay. Okay. And now he's trying to make it 15 on this trip brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. He makes the free throw. 15 points for Jack Fuda. St. Joe's lead is 8, 59-51. 4.15 to play in the ballgame. Reed, jumper, good. Reed's been very quiet in the second half, nursing maybe a hamstring injury, but gets the jumper there to go. St. Joe's lead down to 6-59-53, midway through the fourth quarter. Four minutes to play in the ballgame. Konezny kicks it out to Litka. Now Hakovic. Hakovic is fouled. 16 foul against Hammond. Well, I'll tell you, that was a touch foul, and uh, I tell you, it's been a very physical ball game, and uh, kind of surprised to see that called. Stick around after the game. We'll name our player of the game, brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. <laughs> can go a lot of ways here. We got plenty of time to figure that one out. Let's just hope it's somebody from St. Joseph's. Here's Licka with the ball. Puts it on the floor between the circles. The pressure of uh, Hammond has really not bothered St. Joseph's. Terry inside to Fuda for the land. Terry to Fuda. Fuda to Terry. Fuda's got seven here in the fourth. 17 for the game. 61-53. St. Joe up by eight. 325 left in the fourth quarter. Harold Woods for three. Won't go. Read the rebound and the putback. He was in great position that time. Just had an easy, easy offensive rebound and up for the basket. Timeout on the floor by Hammond. 3.19 to play here in the ballgame. St. Joe leading 61-55. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this. With the final action of the 3A Regional Championship on Redeemer Radio, presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. 51-55 is the score. St. Joe up by six. 3.19 to play in the ballgame. St. Joe going after their first regional championship since 1993. Coach Mark Johnson in his 36th and final season as a head coach. He's won three regional titles in his career. 1988 at Dwanger, 08 and 15 at Riley. St. Joe has won four regional titles in school history. 69, 89, 92, and 93. 
But that time I thought Father Terry was going to go out onto the floor and play for St. Joe. <laughs> he came down to the up, almost half court. Fuda's inbound <laughs> underneath the basket is knocked out of bounds by Harold Woods, and St. Joe will inbound once again. Father Terry, a fantastic basketball player in his own right. Oh, and Fuda's inbound is once again tipped away, stolen by Woods, and his shot won't go, but he'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. Good defense here by Hammond. And again, now the clock is stopping, and that's not what St. Joseph wants to do. They want to keep this clock moving. 3.15 left in the game. St. Joe's lead is six. Remember what Liam Fuller said on that Jack's Donut sideline report that Coach A said keep Hammond off the free throw line. Well, where's Hammond right now? At the free throw line. And the front end of two is good for Julius Bird. He's got four points. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. They are a 75% free throw shooting team. As we mentioned earlier, and they look very smooth on the free throw line. Bird, an 82% free throw shooter, makes both free throws. So St. Joe's lead is down to four, 61-57. 3-10 left in the game. Hammond, the number one team in the state, haven't lost since December yeah. 5th. And now Harold Woods called for the foul, tightly covering J.R. Kinesny as he brought the ball up the floor. Yeah, just too much body. Just uh, You know, you got to guard with your feet and not put your body on people, especially out there in front of the officials. St. Joe now in the bonus as that's the 17th foul. So JR going to the free throw line, one and one. St. Joe has only committed three fouls. So that'll be a while. JR misses the free throw. That's a rarity for JR. 76% free throw shooter. So three minutes to play in the ballgame. Four point lead here for St. Joe. Woods tries to dump it off. Jr. tips it, and he and he takes the, gets the steal, forces well, the turnover. That makes up for that missed free throw. Just great defensive job from that point position on St. Joseph's one-two-two zone. Two forty-five to play in the regional championship. Hakovich gives it off to Fuda. A little bit too much mustard on that one. It goes out of bounds as Fuda can't yeah. handle it, and a turnover by St. Joe. Yeah, they were too close to each other for such a hard pass. Eighth turnover of the game for the Tribe. St. Joe's lead is 61-57. We have 2.40 to play. This is the 3A Regional Championship. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you here from the Great Western Forum at Washington High School, presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Three-pointer here for Julius Bird won't go. Will Terry with a strong <laughs> rebound for St. Joe. Well, 2.20 left to go in the ballgame. Going to be a great finish. Terry with five rebounds now in the game. Kinesny gives it off to Hakovich. Hakovich driving inside, dumps it off to JR underneath. JR stripped from behind, Ooh. stolen away. Overshone across midcourt. Bounce pass to Woods. Woods oh. fouled, and he gets the bucket. Harold Woods, fantastic play. He gets fouled on the play, and it'll be a three point play coming up for three point attempt <laughs> for the Hammond Wildcats. I'm telling you right now, Daryl Reed is really hurting. I just. Uh... But he's out there, he's a gamer. 61-59, St. Joe's leads down to two, 2.02 to play in the ball game. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Woods misses the free throw. A big fight for the loose ball, but Jordan Woods gets the rebound over Will Terry. Dumps it off to Harold Woods underneath, and Harold Woods fouled by JR. 1.55 to play in the ball game. And Harold Woods going to go to the free throw line to shoot two with St. Joe's lead down to two, 
22 points for Harold Woods here tonight. First free throw. Rims off. It hit about four different pieces of that rim and finally dropped off. 155 left in the game. 61-59. St. Joe up by two. Hammond at the free throw line, trying to pull within one. Second free throw for Woods is good, and we've got a one-point game. Woods has got 23. Fuda's got it inbound and gets it in at midcourt to Konezny. <laughs> Konezny, left wing, pulls it out to Licka. Now to Fuda, back to JR between the circles. 145 to play. I said you have to play the clock, but you still have to attack and do the things offensively that have gotten you that big lead. Terry inside to JR. JR laying is good. And right there's the one thing they can do. JR in underneath the basket. Three-point lead for St. Joe, 63-60. 90 seconds left in the 3A Regional Championship. What a ball game from Washington High School. The winner goes to semi-state. Jordan Woods, left corner for Overshone. Overshone fakes the three, drives inside. Bucket in the foul. <laughs> well, a chance for Overshone to tie it up at the free throw line. That's Overshone's first basket of the night. Did a great job taking the baseline and picked up the foul. Scored eight versus Calumet in the sectional championship, five versus New Prairie in the regional semifinal this morning. His first points here this evening, no bigger points in his sophomore career. I tell you, he's only shot seven free throws so far this year, and like you say, it's a big one. But he has made six of those seven, and this one no bigger on the trip, brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. He nails it. We're tied at 63-116 to play in the ballgame. Fuda will inbound, got to get it in, and a five-second violation called against St. Joe. Oh, tough turnover. But, uh, I'll tell you, with 76 seconds left to go, everybody is standing. So Hammond gets possession underneath the basket, tied at 63. Oh. Reed gets the inbound. And a foul called against Jr. And now Reed will go to the free throw line to shoot a one and one. Remember, not that long ago, Coach, we were saying not that many team fouls against St. Joe. They've added up quickly, and now both teams are in the bonus. Well, they really have. And, uh, again, Hammond, a very good free throw shooting team. You know, and I think that also Reed did a great job at drawing a foul and uh, went into the body of Kinesi and picked up the foul. Reed has an opportunity to give Hammond the lead. He misses the free throw. Rebound for St. Joe on the one and one. Tied at 63 in the 3A Regional Championship. 105 to play in regulation. Could we see overtime? Fuda driving in. Terry's wide open, but he'll pass it off to Hakovich. Left corner. 55 seconds left, and St. Joe going to call a timeout. 63-63, 55 seconds remaining in the ballgame. We'll take our final timeout. Be back with the final 55 seconds of the 3A Regional Final on Redeemer Radio. As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio. 
56 seconds remaining in the 3A regional championship game from Washington High School. St. Joseph, 63, ranked fifth in the state. Hammond, ranked number one in the state. They also have 63 points. We're tied up with under a minute to play in regulation. St. Joe has possession as they will inbound. This is going to be a real key possession for St. Joseph. Think they move that ball around? I still like that high-low action between Fuda and Terry, and they've been able to uh, dissect the defense of uh, Gary West. Uh, Gary West, Hammond High with that move. Well, Terry will inbound yeah. underneath to, to, to yeah. Jr. Back to Terry. Lay and won't oh, go. Loose no. ball rebound comes down to Jordan Woods. They had a great opportunity there, but Terry's shot wouldn't go. 45 seconds to play in the ball game. Tied at 63. Hammond with possession going left to right as you listen to us. Will Hammond play for the final shot of regulation, or will they go for a shot here? Now 35 seconds left in regulation. 63-63 is the score. Jordan Woods gives it off. And it looks like they're going to try to play for the final shot, Coach. They're going for that winning basket at the end. 20 seconds left. Harold Woods, now Jordan Woods between the circle. Let's see if Coach Moore calls a timeout here. Ten seconds left in regulation. Here we go. Harold Harold Woods, top of the key. Jordan Woods, right wing. Five seconds to play. Good defense. Reed at the buzzer. Won't go. We're going to overtime in the 3A regional championship. (laughs) Wow. That's what I say, Ange. Wow. 63-63, 63-63, we're going to OT, baby. I love it. It's a great game. All right, Coach. What are your keys to OT? Well, I'll tell you, St. Joseph really has to keep getting back or go back to that high-low action that they had between Food and Terry. I believe that's important. So far, the pressure of Hammond hasn't really bothered St. Joseph's. But uh, again, now, as we look at Hammond, I think they have to keep looking inside. I think that's where they got off that big lead in the first half. I still think that's where their bread and butter comes from. 63-63 as we get set for the start of overtime. This is the first time you've heard yourself think as everybody uh, taking a little bit of a pause there and catching their breath here as we gear up for the overtime period. Hammond, St. Joe outscored Hammond 22-18 in the fourth quarter. Didn't feel that way because Hammond came roaring back late in the game, down nine at one point to tie it up. St. Joe will go right to left. Hammond will go left to right. Reed and Kinesny will jump. I would think this is in favor of St. Joe because Reed's been hobbled here in the second half. We'll see what happens. It'd be nice to get that ball to start the half. JR wins the the toss. St. Joe with the basketball. Four minutes on the clock here in OT. 63-63. Again, Hammond into man-to-man. JR kicks it out to Licka. Back inside to Kinesny. Kinesny backing down Reed. Kinesny loses the, stops his dribble. Great Top pass. of the key for Hakovich. Hakovich, nothing but net. That's the way to start the overtime. Hakovich has nine, nine points all in the second half. That's what he has, I think, every game in the tournament. Three threes. 66-63, St. Joe up by three. 3.20 left in OT. 3A regional championship game. Jordan Woods gives it off to Julius Bird. 
Now Harold Woods, right wing. Covered by Konezny, puts it on the floor, drives in, shot off balance, won't go, Terry the strong rebound. Hands it off to Konezny across midcourt. Konezny behind his back, left wing, driving oh, in. Goes for the lay-in, won't go. Terry the putback, <laughs> up and in. St. Joe up by five. Oh, it's a great follow that time by Will Terry on the missed shot by Konezny. Terry's got 21. St. Joe up 68-63. 2.45 to play in the ballgame. Reed with a three. Won't go. Fuda the rebound. And passes it off before falling out of bounds to Licka. Great job there by Fuda. Great hustle by Fuda. Hakovic driving inside. Dumps it off. Top of the key. Konezny open for three. Won't go. Read the rebound. Oh, that would have been a big yeah. one. Kinesny <laughs> had a great look that time and uh, just went off the right side of the rim. Inside, Jordan Woods for the bucket. He's got 13. Three-point lead for St. Joe, 68-65, 210 to play in the ballgame. In OT. 3A Regional Championship presented by Tyrac Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Kinesny drives in. He's fouled. Went strong. Kinesny seeing some openings. They're in the defense of Hammond. He's been able to beat his man here in the overtime. And, uh, hey, if he can do that, he can get to the free throw line or drop it off to a teammate. 2.03 to play in the ballgame. 68-65. Kinesny at the free throw line. Makes the front end on that trip brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. <laughs> Liam Fuller relaying that he loves the energy from Zach Smith, our statistician, who hasn't been able to stand still by any means We're up here. We're going to see how accurate his stats are tonight. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Kinesny makes both free throws. It's 70-65. to 65. St. Joe's lead is five. Two minutes to play here in OT. 19 points now for Kinesny. Hammond inside to Reed. Reed with the lane. Nice pass from the outside, that time from Jordan Woods. Reed's got 20. St. Joe's lead is 3, 70 to 67. 140 left in the game. Tribe with possession. Kinesny between the circles. JR left wing. Well. Dumps it off and gives it to Terry between the circles. 125 left in OT. St. Joe ahead by 3. Fuda now. Between the circles. Harold Woods, he's matched up with Kinesny. I'm just playing him belly button to belly button. JR gets the ball, covered by yeah, Harold Woods. 113 left in the game. Now Hakovic. <laughs> Hakovic is fouled by Bird. Cole Hakovic, a 73% free throw shooter, gonna go to the free throw line. Now he's only attempted 11 free throws all season. But to he, uh, as we look at that though, a 73%. Not a bad average. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Has he ever had more important free throws in his young basketball career? Juli I doubt it. Julius Bird has fouled out of the game. He'll finish with five points, so he'll head to the bench. Well, Bird was uh, playing tag team with uh, Harold Woods and trying to stop Kinesi. Did a pretty good job. Trent Askew will check in for Julius Bird. And Hakovic to the free throw line. This trip brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. 1-11 left in the ballgame. St. Joe leading 70-67. to Three-point lead for the Tribe. One-and-one one situation. Hakovic free throw. Front end is good. Cole's got 10. Having an outstanding game. Hey, 
He's got another player that's just having an outstanding game for St. Joseph's. He's got six in the fourth and four in OT. St. Joe ahead by four, 71-67. Well, the second half has been his, or the fourth quarter has been his. Hakovich makes both free throws. St. Joe's back up by five, 72-67. 107 to play, and a carry not called. Overshow for three, blocked by Knezny. Knezny into the front court. JR going in. He's fouled from behind, and JR go to the line to shoot two. All right, great defense that by time by Knezny. Uh, made a nice block and was off to the races. Now he gets to uh, maybe add a couple points there from the free throw line. He is 6-6 six six tonight from the free throw line. He's got 19 points in the game. Well, Foul. I tell you, Ange, you said when he scores 20, St. Joe wins. When he scores 42, St. Joe loses. So <laughs> he's uh, right on pace for a victory number. Kinesny. Free throw. Ooh. Ooh. Didn't look like it was going to drop him, but he got the friendly roll on it. It hit all parts of the rim before it decided to go through. He's he's used to these rims. Now his fourth <laughs> yeah, game here in this gym in the last two weeks. This is like a home gym for St. Joseph's. Kinesny makes both free throws. He's got four points all from the free throw line here Seven. in overtime. St. Joe leads 74-67, 56 seconds left in the uh. game. Coast to coast goes Jordan Good Woods. Word. For the lay-in, he gets it to go, and a timeout on the floor. 53 seconds left in OT. St. Joe leading 74-69. Now stick around after the game. If St. Joe wins, it'll be a regional championship celebration, and we'll interview everybody. If St. Joe gets the victory, it'll be much like the sectional championship where we'll get tons of interviews post-game to bring you here on Redeemer Radio. But they got... 53 seconds left, and they got to hold on. It's a long time, and I'm sure that uh, Hammond's going to come out with a man-to-man trapping pressure and uh, try to get a quick turnover here and possibly a basket. So St. Joseph has to be ready for the uh, pressure. They did get one five-second call Hammond did against St. Joe, so I'm sure Coach Johnson is covering that in his timeout. First, got to get the ball inbounds. 53 seconds left here in OT. St. Joe leading 74-69. Will Terry will inbound for the Tribe. And Hammond still in their huddle. And it's also great when you have a 6'5 guy taking the ball out of bounds. Most of the time, he can see over the top of the guy who's guarding the ball. And they are not guarding the ball. They're going to probably double team an inbounds pass. Inbound comes to Jack Fuda. 50 seconds left. Fuda stops his dribble in the backcourt. Up to Terry. Terry nearly loses the handle. Kicks it out to Licka. Licka underneath the JR. JR goes up for the slam. He's fouled. And he'll go to the line to shoot two. Uh Uh-oh. All right, that was, I was going to jump over the railing on that one if that went down. (laughs) Oh, my gracious. Reed prevented the bucket, got the foul, and JR to the free throw line. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. St. Joe leading 74-69, 44 seconds remaining in OT. Knezny with a free throw is good. He's got five free throws here in OT. 22 points now on the evening. Well, nine of his 22 points have come by the way of the free throw line. 
Second free throw won't go. St. Joe's lead is six, 75-69. 40 seconds left in the ballgame. Harold Woods, right corner. Three ball, won't go. Air ball, loose ball, rebound, counter Licka. Up to JR. JR across midcourt, he's fouled. 33 seconds remaining. St. Joe leads 75-69 with JR Kinesny, the all-time scoring leader in St. Joseph County boys history, going to the free throw line, looking to extend that lead. I tell you, the St. Joe fan, they're starting to feel it a little bit. They're uh, cautiously uh, excited right now, but they know there's 32 seconds left, but a couple of free throws here could uh, really put it up to a a three-possession ball game. Knezny, free throw is good. It's a seven-point lead and a three-possession game, as Coach Berger said. Coach, we did have a final there. Leo defeated Northwood, is that correct? By one point, yes. They showed Leo will be in the... uh, semi-state hopefully against st joseph Kinesny's free throw won't go rims off 76 69 st joe up by seven jordan woods opposite way gets the lay-in and a timeout here called with 26 seconds remaining st joe leading 76 71 as hammond calls the timeout it's still a two possession ball game so that makes it very important the same thing that we talked about in the last time out getting the ball in bounds is going to be so so important but the key there for Hammond was they scored real quick on that yes, possession. Yes, they do. They and wasted I, no time. Yes, and I'm sure that's one thing. You, you know, you want to make them turn a little bit. Make them make a pass or two before they score. You don't want to foul. You don't want to get into that situation. You just it, want to play good, solid defense. It'll be interesting to see if they try to double-team Kinesny on this inbound to prevent him from getting the ball and try, trying to force St. Joe to inbound it to someone else. You know, I don't mean to talk about the future, but I've been very impressed with Kinesny bringing the ball up against big, quick defensive players, which he will face in the ACC, and he's more than proved that he can do it against some of the uh, better uh, defensive guards here in the state. 76-71, five-point lead. We're ready to get going here with 26 (laughs) seconds left in OT. Kinesny gets the inbound pass, and he's fouled immediately, and JR will go back to the free throw line. Well, that was interesting because Litka was flying down there all alone, but it's best to make the nice, safe pass. And, and then especially to your man who uh, your leading scorer, well, the leading scorer in St. Joe County ever. So uh, that's the guy you want on the line. Kinesny to the free throw line, two shots. Five-point lead for St. Joe, 76-71, 24 and a half seconds left. He makes the first free throw. That- Orange, my scorecard's getting full. You got an extra, do you, anywhere? Okay. With all those free throws, fill it up faster. 24 points now for JR. Second free throw coming for Kinesny to make it a three-possession game. He misses. Here comes Hammond across midcourt. That would have been a key 20 seconds left. Harold Woods drives inside, has the open lane, misses the shot. Fuda gets the rebound. That's going to be the ball game, 15 seconds left. Up to Licka. Licka going to go in for the land. St. Joe up by eight, 79-71. Five seconds left, and that will do it for the first time since 1993. The St. Joe Indians are regional champions. Their fifth regional championship in school history as they get the win, 79-71 over the number one team in the state, Hammond. Wow, what a win for St. Joe. They are headed to semi-state, coach. I'll tell you, St. Joseph scored 16 points in the overtime, and that's really kind of iced it for the uh, for the St. Joseph Indians. As I 
just a defeated, just an outstanding team, a team from Hammond that I was very, very impressed with. Hammond team getting a nice ovation for their fans that followed them down the toll road to get here to Washington High School. But hey, the, the kudos go to the St. Joseph Indians as the, that hopefully will be in Elkhart next Saturday playing the Leo Lions. 79-71 is the final score. St. Joe going to get the trophy. Teo Sanchez, don't worry. Get out there at midcourt. Get the shots. Yes. Get it. The excitement is on. St. Joe going to cheer with the suit and body. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, at halftime, I was all ready to put uh, all my uh, pens and uh, my scotch tape and all the stuff I get ready. I was ready to put it away for a season and fire up for next year but hey st joe said uh uh so not so fast bob we got a game to play and they most certainly did and uh one hey went one going away by eight points after being down by 13 at halftime what an absolutely incredible accomplishment for st joe their first regional title since 1993 it is also the fifth regional title in school history they won it in 69 89 92 and 93 well, I'll tell you, I'm watching a couple of very young Hammond fans. One is coming up the stairs, and he is in tears right now. He was, uh, he, Dad is kind of helping him go. It, uh, things don't always go so well for you in this great world of sports. And uh, But St. Joseph, hey, their fans are sticking around. They're happy. They're cheering. They're really having a good time. Wow. What a victory. Down 13 at halftime. Well, and St. Joe rallies all the way back to take out the number one team in the state. Tony Letcher. Oh, well, that's a. <laughs> you know, we, something we have to lay it. I, Tony Letcher, health markets player of the game. I don't know. What I'm do you going think? With, I, I think Will Terry. Well, I'm going with double, duels, two guys winning. Uh, Terry and Fuda. Okay, let's I do it. I think they, the third quarter, those are the two that got St. Joseph back in the ballgame. Yes, Kinesny kind of iced it there in the overtime at it. Great overtime. That's my opinion. I think you're right. Let's go with uh, co-players of the game. Brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Jack Fuda and Will Terry. The Tony Letcher Health Markets player of the game. Tony Parishioner, Queen of Peace Catholic Church. As kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family, or individual health insurance or life insurance, you can contact Tony today at 855-776-438. Or visit his website, tletcher.com. That's Tony Letcher from Health Markets for Sporting High School Sports on Redeemer Radio. Zach Smith, if you're ready, are you ready for stats? You're still adding them up. All right, go ahead, Zach. <laughs> okay, first for the Hammond Wildcats, Jordan Woods with 17, Harold or Julius Bird with five, Harold Woods with 23, Trent Askew with three, Daryl Reed with 20 and seven rebounds, and really. That third and fourth quarter, the five turnovers, no, lots of turnovers in the second half there. They only had three at halftime. Exactly. So well well above their average. Taking care of the ball was an issue in the second half for the Wildcats, and that's what really let the game get away from them. And then for St. Joe? Connor Litka had five points, but most importantly, the six rebounds all seemed to come in just huge spots. Wow, that's something for a 5'10 guard against the big boys. Cole Hakovich had 11 with the three three-pointers, didn't miss from three or the free throw line. 
J.R. Konezny had 28 and 5 <laughs> with a block to really get that breakaway and really get out in that lead in the overtime period. Jack Fuda missed one shot from the field and zero free throws to get 17 and six boards. Will Terry had 20 on the night with eight rebounds. And most importantly, St. Joe won the regional. <laughs> yeah, very good. And also Adam O'Dell had a free throw. He did. <laughs> okay, can't forget Connor, Adam. Connor Licka cutting down the nets. Let's see if uh, we can get Liam Fuller to get Connor Licka now that he has cut down the nets. Connor had a fantastic game. And now Zach Smith's going to head down to celebrate himself. Let's see. Let's go down to Liam Fuller, who's got Connor Licka, the St. Joe senior, with St. Joe winning the regional title. Connor, you guys were down 13 at the end of the half. How? What does it mean to even come back and beat the number one team in the state? It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> whole time we expected to win. Obviously, we came out here with a lot of energy, and we were ready to play. Started off a little slow, but we came back. We, we believed in ourselves, and we came back and got the win. And being one of the five seniors on this team, how does this win to keep the season going mean to you? It's amazing. Uh, all five of us know how, how special this is, and we're just going to keep going on. And uh, extra question here. Coach A was going crazy at the end. How does this win <laughs> feel was. just to have him keep going as well? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, he's not done yet, and neither are we. Thank you, Connor. Yep. I love that. He's not done yet, he's and neither are we. Yet. And let's see. Uh, Let's see if uh, Liam can get Coach Jay. He's over here behind. Right at midcourt in front of the uh, fan. Talking to his uh, daughter and granddaughter. Oh, that is a great photo <laughs> right great there. Shot. I hope someone can get that. Yeah. Maybe Liam can go over there and get a picture and, and then grab Coach Jay for an interview. Yeah, there's two daughters, I see, and a young baby. Another one of Mark's granddaughters. Come on, Mark, don't show partiality. You got to hug every grandchild. <laughs> well, that's really a special moment. And for Coach Jay in his final season as the head coach, after 36 years as a head coach, and it is his oh. fourth regional title. And I know you're very happy for your dear friend. Oh, I really am. Because you know I think the world of Mark and uh, just uh, for him going out, you know, not going out. I, I hope he goes out without a loss, matter of fact. And uh, he's going to keep coaching for another week. Jack Quinn now cutting down the nets. The senior, uh, junior starter who will be one of the leaders in the future. And Liam going to try to get Coach Jay, but everyone coming up to Coach Jay and congratulating him. Obviously, this is a big victory in his career. So let's see if... Uh, well, he's hugging his wife, Judy. Now, don't interrupt him there, Liam. <laughs> Now he's hugging everybody. All right, Liam, why don't you get him now? As Jack Fuda now going to cut down the nets. Don't be afraid, Liam. All right. I believe that's his 95-year-old mother there giving him a hug. Well, that's really special. That, that is special. I feel bad for interrupting this. <laughs> yeah, go right in there, Liam. Tell him Bob Berger said you can interrupt. <laughs> well, what, tell you what, why don't you wait and get Jack Food in the meantime? He just cut down the nets. Our Tony Letcher Health Markets I feel better the about game. that, so I'll go do that. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Let's go down to... Hey, you got to be more aggressive. And now Will Terry cut down the net. I'm not sure he was supposed to cut down the net t entirely or not, but he did. <laughs> uh, they've got another one on the east end of the Great Western Forum. Will going to celebrate that one. Let's go down to Liam Fuller with our co-player of the game, 
Will Terry. Will, you're the co-player of the game here with uh, Jack Fuda. You guys were down 13 at the end of the half. To come back and battle out, how do you feel about this team? I mean, I feel fantastic. I mean, you saw that second half. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of better teams in the state of Indiana when we play like that. <laughs> oh, most definitely. And being one of the five seniors, how does it feel to get this win, especially against the number one team in the entire state of Indiana? I mean, anything can happen in March, right? But this team, I mean, we're tough, and obviously we're battle-tested, and obviously we're not going to back down. So that's a team I want to ride with going to state. And, Will, you had a lot of big rebounds and points. How do you feel just from an individual standpoint in helping your team get the win today? I mean, it's do or die. i got to give my, I got to leave everything out there on the floor, or what am I here for? Exactly. Thank you, Will. Good job, man. All right. Thank you very much. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get Jack Fuda. Uh, you got to get Coach Jay. You got to get Jr. Father Terry's cutting down the Father nets. Father Terry now All cutting right, down the nets. Father Terry. I think uh, Father looks Ter like. Father Terry, I don't think he's cutting that. He was a heck of a basketball player. I don't know if You J don't cut it that way, Father Terry. I don't know if Jr's cut down a net, but he's got a net over his shoulder. I think Will accidentally cut down the full net. And now Jr's got a net, and he's going to go cut down another net. So I think Liam's going to try to get Jr after he cuts down the nets here. You know, it's just amazing because I thought that Hammond did a good job on Jr. He still got his average. He got that average of, he got 28, I guess, one point below his average. But he played so hard to get every point that he got. And now Coach Mark Johnson cutting down the nets. Let's go down to Liam Fuller with Jr. Konezny. Jr., you had some big free throws to uh, ice the game. How did that feel? There had to be a lot of pressure, especially with all the energy in the arena. Um, yeah, no, that, that's one of the things we're talking about. It's more of a mental game than a physical game. Um, all, all my guys out there believe in me. I believe in them. All of our coaches believe in us. I, we believe in them. So um, we, 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 work on, we work on all this stuff a lot in practice. So um, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that all these guys weren't able to go out there and make their free throws, and I was able to do mine because that's what we're going to practice. And being one of the five seniors, how did this win mean to you, especially keep going? Yeah, you know, uh, going into halftime, you know, we're down by, like, 13 points. So we went in. We made a judgment that we needed to make. Uh, we knew what we had to do. And I guess it just goes into, like, the believing factor. We all, we all believe in each other. Every single time there's a timeout or, like, a dead ball, we all huddle up. We'd say believe. We, we believe that we could uh, pull it off. That's what we did. So, Thank you, JR. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that's Liam Fuller with JR Konezny. Uh, now you got to interrupt Coach Jay. He already cut down the nets. He's talking to the Konezny family. you got to interrupt him, and you got to get Fuda yet, and uh, we'll call it a night. But this is an exciting night, to say the least. Let's go down to Liam Fuller with Coach Mark Johnson. Coach, you guys battled back from a 13-point deficit going into the half. Um, how do you feel just about your team and being able to – the resilience, really, of coming back and winning well, this you game? You said the right word, resilience. And they just kept working and just kept plugging away. And we told them we wanted to be down by five at the end of the quarter, just whittle a little bit away. Well, they did. And then all of a sudden you could take a look at, you know, our guys' eyes and we weren't going to lose. And I hate to make this about you, Coach, but how does it feel to have your career go on for at least another week? Well, again, it's not about me. It's about us. And it feels real good. It feels real good. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Coach. That's short to the point. Yep, it does feel good. Liam, I, I, Liam, I wish you'd ask a player or Coach Johnson, what took place in the locker room at halftime? Yeah, let's, what changes uh, occurred there to come down from 13 down to win the ball game well, going away? That's a good question for Jack Fuda here, if he can find Jack Fuda, <laughs> which is not an easy task anymore on this sport. I, I see him, but I don't know how to tell you to get there. He's kind of walking now uh, out in the open there. 
And it looks like Liam is trying to track, track Jack Fuda down. He has. Let's go down to Liam Fuller for a Jack's Donuts sideline report. Our co-Tony Letcher Health Markets player of the game. Jack, you're the co-Tony Letcher's Health Markets player of the game. Uh, obviously, coming on, Coach Berger would like to know what happened in, ha uh, in the course of halftime in the locker room. Uh, coach was just honest about playing our game and not playing their game, so we just came out and started playing our game, and we got the lead. And being one of the five seniors and having this team come back from a 13-point deficit, how does this make you feel about the team? Well, I, I couldn't hear you, sorry. All right, you're good. <laughs> being one of the five seniors on this team and having this team battle back from a 13-point deficit, how does that make you feel about your team? Oh, it's, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, we got a special group here, so we got two more games to go. Hopefully we can do it. Thank you, Jack. Yep, thank you. All right, that is Jack Fuda. That is Liam Fuller, co-Tony Electra Health Markets Player of the Game. All of those sideline reports brought to you by Jack's Donuts. Thanks to Jack's Donuts for sponsoring our regional sideline reports all, all, well, all day long. It's been a long day, but an exciting day for the St. Joe Indians as they get a huge victory here, 79-71, oh to win the regional championship. Coach, at halftime, there is no way. No way. We were making every contingency plan about, all right, what are we going to do at the end of the game? game. And or uh, let's get ready for a baseball game, the Holy War yeah. of Baseball. And here, thinking about and it. here's St. Joe coming away with a massive victory, and they're going to go on to semi-state next week against Leo, and uh, we don't know where that location is just yet, but we're assuming it'll be at Elkhart's Northside Gym, and you will uh, hear that game right here on Redeemer Radio next Saturday. All right, Coach, in the last two years working together, did you call me coach? Oh, excuse me, coach. <laughs> uh, you know more than most of us. Uh, but, uh, again, okay, Anj, um, we've seen some great games. How does this rank up? At one time I, we had the St. Joe Marion game last year in the second well, as our number one all-time game. This has to be pretty darn close, if not better. I, I, I think it does. I mean, that being a holy war game made that, that much more special. Uh, right before the pandemic made it that much more special. But certainly uh, this one has to rank right up there. You're right. And next week uh, is going to be an exciting time for the 3A semi-state with a chance to go to the state finals on the line. All right. That's a wrap on tonight's Action High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio has been presented by Tyrek and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Thanks to our audio producer back at the 95.7 FM studios, Joe Andert, our student intern, Zach Smith, Liam Fuller, and Teo Sanchez. For Bob Berger, I'm Angel DiCarlo. The final score from Washington, St. Joe takes out number one Hammond, 79-71. The St. Joe Indians are moving on to semi-state. They are 3A regional champions for the first time since 1993. We'll be with the Tribe in semi-state next Saturday. Good night and God bless. Go Indians. This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church and chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. Loving God, as we walk our journey of faith with your Son and with each other, may we cherish the lessons we learn in daily life that help us to grow in faith, hope, and love. May today's game help us to resolve to work together more perfectly to share your gospel of Jesus Christ, to share his peace and joy and truth, so that we may more strongly be united to each other and to you, and to your church. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Thanks for joining us for High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio, 95.7 FM.
Our broadcast was presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires. Great prices. Visit TireRack.com. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.